Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jazzy. And it's Mimi. And welcome back to Nerd Her, where we find current and past favorite literacies, and we go through them. It's Creature Talk. Yes, we have some very interesting discussions prepared for you guys today. We do? Yeah. Actually, last weekend, I had the chance to read an all-time classic novel. OMG, same. Wait, what'd you read? Okay, say it on the count of three. One, One two, two, three. three. Frankenstein. To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah, we... I read Frankenstein, too. Oh, and, okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Okay, so, hey, guys, so a little bit about the author. Mary Shelley was born August 30th, 1797. Her parents were both writers, William Goodwin and Mary Wollstonecraft. Woohoo! Yes. She wrote the novel as a competition in Geneva, Switzerland, at only the age of 18 people. That's pretty strong of her. Honestly, I have some personal input. I could never see myself having time or being able to do that at age 18. Me neither. Considering it was her most popular work, too, and that's such a classic, like, told story, that's very impressive. Mm Mm-hmm. Good for her. Oh, yeah. But you know what's unfortunate, though? Right. She died too young. Right. She Mm. did. Of a brain tumor. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she died February 1st in 1851 as a... To me, she's a very respected creator. I agree. (laughs) Okay, so in a novel that has as many characters as Frankenstein does, you're bound to have your favorite and dislike disliked character. Yeah. Right. I almost said unfavorite. <laughs> <laughs> your most liked and disliked characters. Um, so do you want to share your thoughts about Victor? Well, I did not like Victor Frankenstein. I mean, like okay. the famous scientist Frankenstein, the Frankenstein, he didn't even accept Ooh, his nice own... Nice German accent. Thank y'all. He didn't even accept his own creation. I mean, the creator would accept his own monster like a baker would accept its own cake. Right. But no, not even. You think he'd have some profound um, proudness or pride mm-hmm. because it's still a big accomplishment. It's very big. He created life. I agree. In a test tube, as stated in the book. Ha ha. <laughs> I don't think so. It is. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ding, ding. What was your disliked character? So, I honestly really did not like the Lacey family members very much. Mm-hmm. I found that when the creature um, approached them, it was just so cruel of them to cast him aside like that. Very. Especially when he was beat with a stick. That's awful. That's very awful. That's awful. Um, I think the creature overall... Um, should have just been accepted by them because mm-hmm. he posed no imminent threat. He was there for a long time and observed them from the lean-on of the cottage. Yeah. Way before they even knew of his presence. Mm-hmm. So I just think they should have accepted him. So that was really me, unfortunate. Me too. I agree with you. But you know what else is in the novel? What? Favorite characters. The one who made All right. so happy. Well, you know who made me happy? Who? Henry Clerval. You know oh, why? Oh, yes. I think you I do. Know. Oh. Well, I think it's because, well... Yeah, it's because he took care of his best friend for seven months while his best friend was right. had a really bad fever, like, yes. for seven months. He spiraled, right, after having created the monster? Yes, but, Ooh. and you know what else, what else Henry did? What else? He wrote letters to the cousin, Elizabeth, and with that, it helped Victor with his loneliness, was like, oh, I'm not alone. Okay. And during all the time with, like, the conflict with the, the Frankenstein, well, sorry, the monster, uh, Henry was always there for him to take the lone- loneliness and the craziness out of him. I think that's great. Yeah. Oh, I just thought of a positive side of the Lacey family members. You did. I did. Um, I'm a person who's very, not fair, but I like to see both sides of the story. And I think that despite the fact that they treated him with such cruelty, um, it was they were important figures in the role, in the, they were figures with an important role in the story. I mean, they definitely are my favorite characters, but you can't, 
ignore that it was because of them that the monster learned you know the basic household items and the observations yeah. he made from them like how to mm-hmm. care for one another yep when you're hungry he learned yeah. the names of all household items and i just think that without their um presence in the story yeah it would have taken him longer to learn i i like that yeah. i like that good job it's an interesting argument i think thank mm. you Thanks, you're welcome way. yeah okay okay so do we go down with the plot twist yeah Okay. Let's get going. So, you know what? Do you know what I expected? What did you expect? Well, sorry. You know what I didn't expect? What? I didn't expect death coming at all. No? I was like, oh, he's going to accept the creature happily ever after. But, like, the book is still very long. Right. So, like, it wouldn't make sense. But at the same time, I didn't expect death. Yet, the creature right. kills a numerous amount of people. And it's very uh, gothic. Right. It's very um, morbid, too. Yes. It's not just one or two deaths. and multiple deaths. Mm-hmm. And also, the I expected at least the creator would accept his own creation. Like like I said before, a bigger accept its own kick. Why can't a scientist uh, accept his own creation right. or discovery? After years of relentlessly pursuing his goal, he finally accomplished it, and he tossed it away like it was nothing. Well, he didn't exactly mm-hmm. toss it away. I mean, I'm sure a part of him was proud. But like it said, the night um, he created the monster, um, he didn't sleep for the entire night. He was like delirious and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I don't blame him, but mm-hmm. he wasn't very well thought through. Yeah. Oh, I have a what? plot twist. <gasps> it's do. more of a personal plot twist, something that I wasn't expecting. So do tell. Okay, I thought the opposite of you. I thought the monster would be killing people senselessly, would come into this world wanting to kill with a hunger and a thirst for blood, like craving bloodshed. But there were events that led up to his killings, right? Yeah. Like he was cast away, the entire village chased him away. So he had reason to fe- he had like fuel for those killings fueled his anger i wasn't expecting that i thought he was going to be created with the goal of him being evil i thought like he was going to be created by a mad scientist but it wasn't the case at all it was an acquired um Mm -hmm. an acquired uh quality essentially Mm -hmm. yeah i didn't you know what else i didn't i didn't expect for the delassi family to be so evil towards the creature i mean the creature has been through so much and the delassi family they were like they were a little bit poor uh, they had some troubles here and there. Their father right. was blind, and so he couldn't do much. Right. And so, like, the Frank, so the monster, he, like, he helped them. He, like, brought wood. He, like, he learned by them. Like, he was, he stayed with them for months. Yeah. And, like, very and he, point. like, showed his face. They, they just rejected him. So I know. I don't think it's very and fair. In my mind, also, like, now that we're touching the subject of the DeLacy family, I thought, you know how the grandfather was blind? Yes. The oldest, the oldest man in the mall? Mm-hmm. I thought that because he was blind, the fact that he has no sight would deter him from casting Frankenstein away. Mm-hmm. I thought that because he was blind, he would just hear the monster's voice and assume, oh, well, he hasn't harmed me yet. He's not going to harm me. I thought that the fact that he was blind was going to make him accept the monster. But boy, was I wrong. Hey, yeah. <laughs> basically just spiraled from then on, didn't it? Mm-hmm. But, I mean, to my question is, who's the real main character of the story? I mean, to me, I oh. think it's the creature. Okay. Because... Me too. It's told through his point of view more. It starts yeah. off with the philosophical approach that Victor has, but mainly it's the a creature. Mm-hmm. And at the ending, too, when the creature promises to take his own life and he disappears into the darkness, it ends yep. with him, not exactly with Victor. No. So, yeah. Creature's pretty prominent. Yeah. And the creature has been through so much. He has been rejected by his creator... A man and a family runs away from him by fear. A village chases him out with, like, thick forks and picks and fire and torches, whatever. Yeah. Uh, he lives outside of a cottage. 
with the Delassi family. He lives there for months, like learning here or there, but was rejected yet again by the family. He also helped a helpless girl out of a dangerous stream. Right. But he was shot as a reward. The girl who was drowning. I know. Yeah. And so now he wants deep revenge. But then he kills William and puts the blame on Justine by putting the locket in her pocket. And yet, here we are. I mean, he does ask Frankenstein to create another monster of the opposite sex. You know what I just remembered? What? Justine is found guilty, right? Yes. No. No? No. You know why? Why? Because she knows that she d- didn't do it. So she said, she told herself, no, I didn't do it, but I'm going to tell the court. Because she was going to lose anyways. Because right. all of the men, they were like, you're a woman. Like, you did you did by, you killed that boy. Well, like, you're guilty. Right. So, like, back then, there wasn't much feminism. So, really, I think Justine took her own life to save the family, saying, oh. I'm guilty. Oh, yes, but I mean the court deemed her guilty. Yes. That's what I meant. Oh, I'm yeah, terribly no, no. sorry. It was the monster who placed it in her pocket. Remember, yes. he went into the area where she was, and he actually found her attractive. Yes. I remember that. Mm-hmm. I, that makes me sad. That makes I know. me sad. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Yeah. 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 Also, um, he, the, fr- uh, the, 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 the creature, um, not only does he kill William, but he k- kills Henry, the best friend, Elizabeth on the wedding night, and Victor's father, Alphonse. Right. Uh, yeah, it's not um, very good. One last subject now that we're on the plot twist. Oh, we are. Um, I have two more just to add. They're very quick. They're very yeah, brief. Yeah, but I was surprised by the darkness of Victor's dreams. Like when he ended up kissing the corpse and all that. I found that very dark and I didn't really understand the purpose of that dream. Yeah. But it still contributed to the story. I guess it adds on to yeah, I th- what he, his internal uh, angst. Yeah, I think it's um, like... Um, you know when you have a dream and you're like, oh, this it's just a dream, but then it happens in real life? Oh. To me, I think it's the same thing. I think it reflected with Elizabeth because okay. she did die. That's an interesting... Right, on the night of their wedding. Yes. yes. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. I like that comparison. Mm. And then my last little addition to this category would be the philosophy that's included within this novel. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I wasn't expecting such a philosophical approach. Um... Victor explains in depth during many, many pages and parts of the story um, his desire, his thirst to learn for science. Yeah. And his process, of, too. Right. And a lot of human nature, the human condition, if you will. Um, I do have two quotes that depict the philosophy. Fine. <laughs> They're quick. Don't worry. Um, the first quote is, Natural philosophy is the genius that has regulated my fate. I desire, therefore, in this narration, to state those facts, those facts which led to my predilection for that science i like how he compares um natural sciences to human sciences as well it's not all sciences that take place in a lab yeah and the second quote is this one is very philosophical in my opinion is none but those who have experienced them can conceive of the enticements of science in other studies you go as far as others have gone before you and there is nothing more to note but in a specific pursuit there is sorry but in a scientific pursuit there is continual food for discovery and wonder I think that's very true. Um, say you take a domain like English or French, mm-hmm. you explore the curriculum, you're taught, it's the same information that tends to be taught over and over again. Mm-hmm. But in science, if there's a scientific breakthrough, it's up to the people to pave the way for that to be realized. Yeah. And that really reflected Victor too, his mm-hmm. love for science. So I found those two quotes interesting. Yeah. Okay, I think you can take this uh, next category now. 
Do I? Yeah. I do? Yes. You sure? Yeah. Landling. Landling. Hello? Hi, Mom. I'm in the middle of a podcast. No, Mom. No. Yes, Mom. Protection is important, but I'm in the middle of a podcast. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. Okay. I'll have chicken for supper. Thanks. Sorry. Okay. Um, we won't discuss that, but aren't you going to be taking it away with Creature Talk? Oh, yes. Yes, we will. So, Creature Talk. Like your personal reflection on the creature. Well, I liked Creature. You know why? Because he was so cute. Like, he seemed cute. But in the way that cute is, like, not handsome cute. It's, like, cute on the inside. Like, like, he had such a soft heart. And, like, he just wanted to protect it. It was, like... And, like, when he realized he didn't have a chance to Justine, it was heartbreaking for me. Because, like, he couldn't have a life with a woman. I agree. Yeah. I agree. That's pretty devastating. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, he compared Justine to not being similar to him at all. Yeah. So that's pretty devastating. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, hmm. we felt a very strong connection to him. Yeah, I do. All that. Also. Yes. Pretty shocking that he killed Henry. I know. And, um. Yeah, but I'm. Me, I, that's me. I'm very shocked. That's yeah. spoiler alert. I know. Oh. Sorry. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, we lost our words, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, we did. Weren't you going to talk about literati, literati, um, literary elements? Yes. Yes, I was. Yeah, because uh, you, you, didn't, you didn't tell me about that, but then right, right before the show, you were like, <laughs> I'm going to do this, and I'm like, All right. eh, okay. okay, so you go ahead. So I've got some elements of conflict and pathetic fallacy that are both present. So for pathetic fallacy, I have, uh, once again, me and my quotes are they're, in the They're evening. so fun. May I take it away? Yes. Okay. In the evening when the weather permitted, I walked on the stony beach to the sea to listen to the waves as they roared and dashed at my feet. It was a monotonous... (laughs) French messes me up. Yet ever-changing scene. I thought of Switzerland. It was far different from the desolate and appalling landscape. Its hills are covered with vines and its cottages are scattered thickly in the plains. Its fair lakes reflect a blue and gentle sky. And, when troubled by the winds, their tumult is but as the play of a lively infant when compared to the roarings of the giant ocean. The pathetic fallacy in this current excerpt would be um, when he describes the sky as being gentle, also the play of a lively infant, and the roarings of the giant ocean. You're mm. attributing those qualities to nature to make this scene sound more appealing to its audience. Mm-hmm. And next for conflict, we have the element of man versus society, <laughs> if you will. No, I'm just doing background music. Alright. Well, we have Man vs. Society. Um, during this novel, the ma- biggest presence of Man vs. Society is obviously the creature against the rest of the village since he's so cast away and alienated because That's of so Fida. Also, Man vs. Himself. This could be de- depicted by Victor's struggle um, to accept the fact that he's brought this creature to life. And it wasn't the creature he was expecting. Like, he has described as having, like, yellow skin, awful stitches everywhere. Yeah. And, yeah. And just Victor's internal storm when it comes to this. And also... Oh, it appears I've lost my train of thought. You did. Man versus man. There we go. Uh, this gives also this element is present when Victor refuses to make the, cre- the creature 
a mate. I know. Of the opposite sex. I really wanted him to. Me too. I would have added to the story. He added, um, he refused to do so, so then Frank, sorry, he refused to do so, so then the creature, um. Yeah, don't apologize, you're good. The creature. You're fine. Um, threatened to harm his family. Yeah. Um. It's also sad. It is. Also, light is one positive symbol within Frankenstein. Um, being hope, knowledge, learning, and discovery. Walton introduces a symbol when he describes the North Pole as being a place where the sun is ever visible. A region of beauty and delight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So, this brings, this can almost conclude our podcast. Almost. But don't forget, we got our bonus fact. Yes. Do of do course, do after do. such. Do, 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 do. Sorry, sorry, intro. <laughs> do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Bonus facts is here right now. And you're heard. Go on, Mimi. Okay. So, bonus facts about the novel and the author. Actually, Frankenstein was. He was. The novel. The novel, sorry. It's all good. He, it was published anonymously. Yes. And do you guys know why? Why? Because when Mary Shelley, um, he gave she gave in the book as for the competition, and I'm guessing she won because it's a fabulous book. But one of her friends said, "Hey, like, go publish it. Like, right. Have fun. Like, you'll make money and whatever." Um, and he was but, a physicist. Yeah, her physician. Okay, go yeah, on. One of one of the yeah, but the publishers didn't want to publish it because the author was a woman. And everybody knows, if you're a woman, you're not that good. Especially the during the 18th century. Ah, uh, no. It was yeah. not that good. You know what that reminds me of? What? Was, were the French writers, Alfred de Musset and George Sand. Mm-hmm. George Sand was his um, lover, if you will, his muse. And she, sorry, was Alfred's muse. Yeah. And she actually used the name George Sand as an anonymous name, if you will, mm-hmm. um, when she used to write literature because she didn't want people knowing she was a woman. Mm-hmm. And then after she knew success, after her pieces kind of grew and her popularity grew, yeah. she revealed herself. Yeah. Also, the novel was inspired by a nightmare that Mary Shelley had. Yeah. So that's an interesting element. Mm-hmm. It's a very nice element. Makes sense because there's a lot of nightmares right. in the story. Nightmarish elements. And the lightning, too. Yes. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Dude. It's our con- we're going to end this podcast. So basically, guys, this story has favorite and dislike characters. We got plus twist Many literary elements. Many, many. Of which I did not mention because we have a time limit. We do. <laughs> do we? Yes, because our thing is going to explode. Anyways, so this was Jazzy. And this was Nini. And we'll see you next Monday for some more Nerd Herd where we shall talk about... Oh, yes, yes. Tell them. Yeah, we're going to read Little Woman by Louis, Louisa May Alcott. That's a very difficult Another book. all-time classic. Ah, uh, no. It's All right, you guys. Okay, bye. Thank you for your time, and we'll catch you next week.